Welcome to episode eight, Dudes at the Bar. Episode eight with uh, La Cochina. Hey, two dudes and a cochina. Yeah. Podcast. That's a, it's every man's dream is to have a cochina in the, middle, in the middle. Hey, I'm not skiing today, guys, so don't get any ideas. All right, let me make sure. Texas. My computer is messing up on me here. There you go. No, that was me. So, welcome to the tavern. Uh, we are live on Facebook, and uh, if you don't know, we have a podcast that happens every Saturday right here at the tavern at 2.30. Um, it's called Dudes at the Bar, and what we do is talk a lot of shit and uh, <laughs> get random, and uh, hey, you're welcome to join the party. Uh, my name's Philip. Get Eddie over there. Try what up? He's the quiet one. And we have a special guest, Tina La Cochina. She's a local comedian here in Corpus um, and South Texas, I believe, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, just here here in Corpus. I haven't really branched out. I'm staying local. I, uh, I host a monthly show here downtown at The Exchange, so that, that keeps me pretty busy. Um, and I also do their open mic every Monday. So, so uh, before we go into things, uh, tell me about the local scene as far as uh, the public acceptance of comedy and and how that's going out how that's well, going here i'm actually super new so i i really can't even say the the people that i've met just in these last couple of years um include like uh john roman javi luna andy gomez these guys um i just barely started a few years ago and i just started doing open mics and so that's all i really know I try to go to the bigger shows, um, but they, they hardly come down to Corpus. I don't think um, Amer American Bank Center has a lot of uh, comedy shows that they don't bring too many down. I know Mesquite Street does uh, bring some down and Bella Luna um, also downtown. So I'm trying to get in on those, but for now I'm just uh, hosting a, a local show at the exchange, trying to get the local scene, the local comics and artists going. I was at uh, Nuevo Cafe. Have y'all ever been there? I've heard of it. Yeah. I was there last year. It's the place on Stables, right? Yeah. It's yeah. at Six Points. Old school. Yeah. All that construction is Yeah. Over. That used to be the dollhouse when it was back in the day. Uh, Say what? Yeah. It was a topless bar at one point. Topless no. bar? Yeah. yeah. I, that's before me. I don't know all about all that. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I met the owners. They're awesome. Um, and we started an open mic there at Six Points. Oh, am I too far? There you go. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, you can move that, and you can pull that towards you. Okay. Just Ooh. There? Hey. Good? Am I good? We haven't gotten to that part yet. <laughs> so that's actually where I started doing open mic, um, was at Mesquite Street for my 30th birthday. Actually, it was one of those. Uh, um, it was on your bucket list? Bucket list, yeah. My friends and my coworkers encouraged me to try it out. And I had been writing some stuff for a while and for sure we made plans it was like a dirty 30 birthday and that's how i started <laughs> my 30th so if you were to describe your type of comedy um is it topical or is it uh, based on your own personal experiences super personal yeah i talk about my life um you know my parents my my hometown my pets my everything yeah it's all personal my dating <laughs> my dating life all that good stuff um, so yeah, for now, it's super depressing, <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, I just find it funny. You know, I, I try to find the positive in everything and make a joke out of everything. I've always right, been right. like that. So, um, now I've tried open mic myself. Yeah. And, um, Where at? I used to do it at Gators. Gators. I haven't been there. Yeah. yeah this is long Do they still have open mics? I don't know. I don't think so. No, let's um, get it going. We should do it here. Here? Yeah, we should. At the tavern. You heard it first. Yeah, we need to. Um, <laughs> my secret was I'd get shit-faced drunk and um, then And just then you thought you were funny. Talk shit about my ex-wife. and uh, Well, we were married. We were talk, she was my wife at the time, and we just talk about her sex life. We just talk about our sex life. And, yeah. Um, 
trying to do it doggy style in a memory foam bed. You know, it's like <laughs> she was in the audience while you're talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So, I don't know if you ever tried and having sex in a memory now. foam bed, but uh, you start sinking and. Oh my god. <laughs> you're. What started off as doggy style ends up as a tall salad, and it's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Um, but yeah, it was it was, it was just. Bucket list type stuff. Um, and then, you, so you did it that one time at Gators? It was, that was a few it? times. It was a, it was a few times. And Nowhere and else? No. No? No. And this was, uh, like I said, this was a long time ago. It was about six years ago. Oh. And just never thought about doing it again. Well, I've thought about doing it again. I just never pursued it. You should. Five um, minutes. There's a, there's a lot of places downtown that, that host the open mic for comics. So we're trying to keep the scene going. Okay, so you, you get five minutes. And it's just, what are you seeing locally mostly uh, as far as, are they just, most of them rants or? Uh um, yeah, I would say everyone has their own style. Everybody kind of has, uh, prepares their sets. I feel like I rant <laughs> um, and I'm still working on my, on my stuff. But yeah, everybody has their own, their own style of, of doing it. Um, and I'm trying to encourage more more girls to come out. I want more females to to join us and, and have like an all female show. I think that would be super cool, right? You bet you would come. Do you ever venture out, out outside of your comfort zone as far as uh, the topics that you're working on? Um, there has been a few times that um, I mean, and it's just jokes. You know, I don't really care. But I think when it gets like political, I've, I've had to hold back, especially if I feel the vibe on a, a certain audience. Yeah. So let's talk about the vibe of audiences. I mean, this is what I've seen from local comedians is they are afraid to bomb. Well, of course, yeah. that is super vulnerable when you're up there. You go out there and you're pretty much spilling your guts and trying your hardest to be funny. And I remember being a kid and just, Oh man, I just wanted to be funny, you know, and have people laugh at my jokes. <laughs> so when you go up there and that doesn't happen, or people start talking, or even, you know, totally giving you their back, it's pretty heartbreaking. You have to deal with that rejection all the time. What are you doing over there? What are you doing over there? What are you doing? Um, once again, I don't want to show my panza. Uh, once again, with the tavern, oh. uh, 1402 Rodfield Road. This is Saturday. Um, $2 ultras and $4 Red Bull, Red Bull vodka, vodka Red Bulls. Um, and there's a soccer tonight, right? Negative. Negative. Oh, tomorrow. soccer tomorrow. Soccer tomorrow. Man, I am. My fault. Yeah. Um, the women, U.S. women, one, two, one, two, are one. in the World Cup. They're Champion. playing. They're not playing today, though. No, no they tomorrow. play tomorrow at 10 a.m. our time. Uh, the tavern is being gracious enough to open the bar for us and service drinks. That early? <laughs> yeah, on a Sunday morning. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! Come on out. Sunday fun day in full effect, they say. That's right. We got. Right. Um, got to support. Gotta champagne support USA, and USA. Champagne and mimosas. Tomorrow. Oh, that's perfect. That fits the vibe. Hey, guys. Thanks for coming. Um, so they play the Netherlands tomorrow, the final game uh, for the, the World Cup. World Cup. And then uh, the Copa is also going on. Uh, I know Argentina's in that one against Chile, I believe. Don't quote me on that. That's a championship game. That one's at two. And then we have the Gold Cup. The U.S. men are in the Gold Cup. Uh, against our nemesis, Mexico. Mexicles. Yeah, so uh, we got a day, a fun-filled day of nothing but football. Are we serving tamales for that one? Uh, Ooh, uh, you should. Actually, I think we should just hike up the prices of all the Mexican beer. So, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to do, uh, oh <laughs> I think it actually we're doing $2 Budweiser's and $10 Mexican beers for that Yeah, game. $10 Mexican so, beers. Yeah. We welcome everybody to come out. Uh, American Outlaws is going to be here uh, hosting the party along with the tavern. Uh, the American Outlaws are the official supporters of the U.S. men's and women's national teams. So come out, cheer with us, have some fun. If you love uh, 
America, if you love soccer, just come on out. We're, we are going to have some snacks as well. Not sure what we're doing, but we'll figure something out. Orale. Um, so <laughs> we are talking to Tina Lacochina, yep. um, local comedian here in Corpus. And um, we are just just vibing and talking and coming up with different things. Now, you said politics is kind of off limits for you. Um, not, is that I mean, not, not off limits. I, um, I go to different open mics and I'll uh, be a part of a comedy show. What's up? And sometimes up, you can just tell that I shouldn't be talking about politics, which I shouldn't be anyways because I don't even do my research and um, I vote whoever my mom tells me to vote for. So I trust her <laughs> and <laughs> she's the one that watches the news and the debates and all that stuff. So I trust, I trust my I... mom. Thanks, mom. I, I, when I vote, I pretty much throw darts and whoever I hit is who I vote for. Now, um, I avoid politics myself because um, there are a bunch of dumbasses anyway, both sides. Both sides. <laughs> They're yeah, I just feel like it's more the people that are supporting them and how much they, uh, they take it to heart. Like nobody can have an opinion. Everybody is uh, super sensitive and <clears> I mean, it's just, opinions. Why that's kind of one of our, our, our guidelines when we started the podcast is we weren't going to talk about religion, we're not going to talk about politics because of the fact that people get hated and a lot of times they get hated over stuff they really don't know about and right. I don't know shit about it. So I, <laughs> yeah. like, I could joke about it, but don't, yeah. Yeah. So we have a few people here at the bar um, and like I said, this is a totally interactive uh, podcast, so if you guys want to throw some input in, you're more than welcome to. Um, we're talking about local comedy and um, what inspires you to get this material going. And like you said, you're, you're, you're mostly inspired by real life, your real life. Uh, oh, for sure. My comedy always um, is, I wouldn't say dark, but um, I'll mention it's pretty much storytelling about, you know, things that happened to me or my friends or my family. And it's always something <laughs> negative or something bad that happened but then I try to joke about it and just turn it into a silver lining and so I just try to use everybody's experiences um, and then laugh at it turn around and laugh one thing I've noticed about life life in general is no matter how bad something happens something's going on there's always something fucked up and funny about it yeah. um, and, sure. and I'm going to give you an example a real life example just really recently happened um, my, my father passed away a couple of days ago and so um, sorry, as uh, they're loading his body into the uh, to the van, um, we had him in hospice at my sister's house. So, and she lives in an area where there's a lots of prostitutes, like tons of prostitutes. My father passed away around midnight. Um, he was a womanizer. He was he was he's puto, you know. And uh, <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Dad. Um, <clears throat> so. They're loading his body into the van, and uh, this prostitute gets out of her car. She's wearing nothing but black, just full black. Stops in front of the body and blesses his bless, throws a blessing out. And we're, you know, me and my brother and my sisters are like, "What the fuck just happened here?" <laughs> and it would, and then she gets in another car and takes off, and it's just one of those "what the fuck" moments, you know, like. Wait, you said she got into another car? Yeah. Ah. yeah. Okay. Just. Just clarifying. It was, so and it's, it's kind of poetic and it's kind of funny. I think it's funny myself <clears throat> because, you know, the way he lived his life. And it's, it's poetic because if you think if you're into religion, uh, there was like a whole Mary Magdalene type event happening right there. You know? <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear about your dad. Uh, and, no, I appreciate and it. Yeah. And you still came out today. I appreciate that. I Yes, definitely I, came uh, out. I also lost my dad. I actually lost him on Father's Day. So... Everything and like everything you're saying is a refresher because he was he was he was a man's man I guess yeah and 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 at, during his funeral my aunt is you know up there giving the eulogy and and she's talking whatever and she starts introducing all of his girlfriends that are there and she's like. I've actually so invited all the girlfriends to the funeral. Totally, dude. She starts calling out. Luckily, my mom was not there. But she couldn't make it, but but all was, the other girlfriends showed up. And they were all, I, I, they were all there. Yeah, we've been trying to get like, a hold of all his ex-wives and so all their ex-girlfriends. And um, 
it's gonna be interesting. It's it's like the the funeral is gonna be a more more public show, you know. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's you funny. are not the father. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were not. The, no, you know what's funny? You know how um, as a, as the the kid, your ch the child, you sit up front, right? Well, um, people come up to the front to you know say sorry about your loss, right? And, and these people would come up to me and my brother and say. <laughs> They would not do that. <laughs> they would say, wow, we didn't even know he had kids. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so, horrible. Was, there's your Mari Poppick show. Wow. So there. Well, Is there I, a competition about I, losing I, our dads? Or <laughs> I, I've, I've started writing the eulogy, right? And, you know, I list the... All the children that I know of. But you know of, same here, I, yes. In the eulogy, I have blank spaces just in case anybody else shows, <laughs> shows up. Shows you know? up, yep. And if y'all look alike, there it is. Yeah, hey, hey What's you up, look bro? just like me, bro. Yep. Hey, sis. So, yeah, but that's, you know, like I said, every event in your life has something, com you know, there's some type of comedy. There's, there's, there's comedy in, in tragedy, I think. Oh, my dad had, like, the best sense of humor. So yeah. I know, like... You know, even um, the last few years before he passed, you know, he was getting sick, he was getting worse, but still, he had the best sense of humor. So, you know, I would take him to the doctor, to the ER, and we were just always joking about whatever, whatever was going on around us. So, um, I guess, you know, we try to remember that, those kind of memories. You know, I took my dad to, the day he lost his eyesight, I took him to Hooters. So. <laughs> Um, you are a cruel yeah, man. Yeah, that was You're cruel. A cruel it's, man. It's, 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 life is funny. Look and at that one, Dad. You have, Look at that. Where, where, where? <laughs> <laughs> Their shirts are in Braille. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, for those of you sitting around quiet over there, hey, what's going on out there? Um, like I said, you're more than welcome to join the podcast. Um, I see a few familiar faces here. Uh, we are just vibing today. It's just sitting here and talking shit and uh, reminding you that we have a special $2 Ultra that's going on. And then, um, with that reminder, I could use another Ultra, please. Hey. Yeah, just one more. Bring a sweater with it. What are these called, guys? Are these koozies or sweaters? Y'all can talk. Koozies, thank you. Apparently, in the Valley, they call them sweaters. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. In Kingsville, it's, they call them condoms. So. <laughs> Beer condoms. No, it's true. It's true. I used to go to the country luau, and that's what they called them. Beer condoms. Brown bags. Oh, yeah, the brown bags. I have a collection of those at home. I know. I'm I save them all like I save my koozies. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay, so you're doing open mic uh, every week. Yeah, I try to hit up uh, the open mics around town. On Mondays, it's The Exchange. Tuesdays, House of Rock. Thursdays, Mesquite Street. Um, so, is there any comedians that, you know, that, like, really inspire you, that you try to mold your work through your, your, your act Oh, towards? man. I, I feel like um, both my parents are super funny. So growing up with both of their sense of humor and then my big brother, and then I, I didn't really have cable, so I didn't really get into comedy or stand-up or anything like that. It was just, you know, um, anything that I could find on TV. My, I think the biggest thing growing up, I think I, I, as far as I can remember, and I don't want to say five years old, but I mean, as far as I can remember, I've always watched like Seinfeld. So my oh, humor is, yeah. That's my favorite show. Really? Yes, seriously. That is, yeah. Yeah, that's me and my boyfriend's thing. We could have it like as background noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cooking, cleaning, anything. I have a Seinfeld episode on. So, um, other than that, I, I I try to keep up. Like I got Netflix, <laughs> I got internet now. Nice. So, um, I'm trying to to watch more stand up and check out everybody's style. And I really get inspired by everybody, um, men and women, um, old and young. Like I'll, I'll even check out like old stand up. So um, here locally. Um, who really got me going in the beginning was my friends um, at Mesquite, like um, uh, Danielle and Javi and Andy and um, Sarah Simon, Mark Joseph, all these, these um, comics that I met first starting out, um, 
there, we always try to talk about like doing podcasts or doing skits or recording things. And so we actually got to do one um, uh, with some of them and Raymond Cabrera. And, you know, they all they they actually go all around Texas um, doing their comedy. I haven't I haven't done that yet, but they try to motivate me like, yeah, we should do this show or let's get together and try to try to do a show. And so they try to book me for little features when they try to, to get a show going. I've, we've even tried to uh, do some at Greenlight Coffee. Have you been out there? There's mm. one out there on the south side. And um, so they try to in include me in some of the stuff that they're doing. So they really inspire me to keep it going. Otherwise, I don't know. I, I think I would just be doing open mics. But um, the guys at The Exchange are uh, like um, Max Richards. He, was, he had that monthly show at The Exchange. And he kind of, you know, keeps inviting me and telling me, you know, including me in projects like that. So I just keep it going. I, I guess it's who I surround myself with. Um, and everybody, like my family and my friends, I feel like they're all super funny. So yeah. I try to, you know, <laughs> absorb that and, and have more funny experiences and memories with them so I can go on stage and talk about it. Clown. <laughs> Something uh, always goes wrong when we do shit. So it's always it's yeah, good to yeah, turn yeah. around and talk about it. <laughs> Clown each other. What have you noticed as far as your personal growth in, in comedy and stuff? Um, I feel like because I, I have I'm super I'm super anxious and nervous and um, I feel that um, in my other work you know because I have other I have other projects I do this like public speaking um, it has helped me in that way you know right, it right. takes a lot to get up there and talk in front of people I know nobody here is looking or listening to us but <laughs> when you do open They're mic. Listening. Um, wait, okay, <laughs> thanks guys. Um, when you do open mic, it's intense because there's all the eyes on you, you know, and you hear you hear everything, the phone ringing in the back, um, people coughing, or some, some people start talking right in front of you while you're trying to, to remember so, your set. <laughs> so how, how do you deal with that? I mean, as far as like people <coughs> talking while you're doing your stand-up? Um, um, I... After I my, go ahead. Sorry. Well, after my set, I I'll go to my car and I I'll cry. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. That's that's it. And you bottle it up and then you yeah. just let go. Mm -hmm. So, I've I've seen this a lot, uh, just because I I live on YouTube. I I don't know what it is about it. I I just love watching a lot of videos on there. But as far as have you ever had an experience with a heckler or hecklers? Why, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, it's going to happen. It happens to everybody. Um, I, I, I didn't expect it because I, you know, I try to include everybody, and I'm one of those hippie chicks that I just love everybody. I want to give everybody my time and everybody mm -hmm. my love and try to take care of everybody. I'm one of those people pleasers. But um, this guy, he, and he's, he's an actual fellow, not, I wouldn't even say fellow. He, he does he tries to go up and do comedy, I guess. And so you would think, hey, man, you understand my anxiety. You understand how hard it is to do this and come up here and for you to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, some people are not mentally stable. And so if you don't know much about mental health and what triggers are and how to deal with people that struggle with that, it's just best you just stay away. So I really just avoided him. I never tried to cross paths. Or he, he's um, gone online and, and, and done things or said things about me. And, and I oh, just, wow. yeah. So again, I just oh, you go to. stalk her then. <laughs> you know, he doesn't stalk me. But again, I just go to my car and cry. And that's, that's it. Wow. I don't know. I was just curious because a, a lot of people in the entertainment business they deal with things differently so I've, I've you know there there's when I watch comedians online sometimes they're bombing on stage and no one's laughing <laughs> and I and you know usually it, I'm, if I'm watching it on TV it's like click I change it yeah. because I feel bad for them <laughs> like it's like I, I can't even bear that I, I can imagine I can't even imagine how you feel being on stage and, and you're trying out new material possibly and no one laughs. Yeah. And you're like, mm. Yeah, but it's, it's Dude, pretty I've seen heartbreaking. It, I've seen it happen. So when I was doing open mic over at Gators, uh, 
there was one guy who was totally shit-faced, and he went on stage right before me, and he stumbled to get up to the stage. And then he started just talking, (laughs) and then everybody looked at him like really stupid, and he was like, oh, fuck you, then, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to. So I'm going to ask the the friends of yours that walked in, do they do comedy as well? Um, actually, my boyfriend actually tried open mic for the first time, like, last month. So, I don't know if anybody else does comedy in the audience. Do y'all? No? Nobody's no. paying attention? <laughs> yeah? Y'all do comedy? Are you ready? I'm just Give a funny motherfucker, man. Um, <laughs> you ever experience this? You're out there uh, maybe hanging out with your friends, and they, they know that you do comedy and stuff, and then some random person comes up, hey, you're a comedian? Say something funny. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's all the <laughs> Make time. Make me laugh. Yeah. Make, make me laugh, laugh <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. I'll buy you a shot if you make me laugh. Yeah. That's when I uh, sell my pre-sale tickets to my show. And there oh, you go. There you go. Good yeah. idea. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Come and check me out. You'll Give find out. Give them the link to the PayPal. So here's some panties. Pay per <laughs> joke. I sell those. I think. Um, I did give some away though to the benefit. Thank you for letting me be a part of that last year. That was for the Toys for Tots. Um, yes. I think Ben got me on that show. There was a band that night too. We it had was, a few bands that night. It was. Yeah. That was a really good night. I and we raised a lot. And I gave away. I raffled off some some of my panties. So, I think they my were friend, used. I think my <laughs> friend Valdo still has Just them. Just kidding. He, well, one of my friends got got them. Girl or guy? <laughs> guy. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Usually guys. Guys go for my panties. I like them. They're like the they're the they're the boy cut, but they don't have the actual opening. But I'm sure you can you know cut it open. Hey Eli, Red Giant. There's my guy right there. He prints all my stuff, all my merch. Show the bag. Show everybody back. Everybody's looking at you. Everybody's looking at you. Everybody's looking at you. Right. Boom, chakalaka. The official Cochina bag. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You can put Vanna all your Cochina stuff. <laughs> um. So yeah. Shout out to my printer. I've always wanted Eli. to carry something, something that carried my Cochina shit. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What do you carry? Condoms and stuff, and you know, for Cochinas, you know. <laughs> for Cochinas, yeah. Stuff for Cochinas. Wow. Condoms and tacos. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Once again, we are live from the tavern, one four zero two Rodfield Road. If you're out there driving around, come on out. Hey, we got room for one more person back here. So, yeah. if anybody wants to join us, uh, you got a story. Names, uh, Eli wants to join us. He wants to plug his his new spot. Come on up, Eli. It's a tight squeeze. That's what she said. Hey. Did you say it in the mic? It doesn't count if you didn't say it in the mic. Um, so we got two dollar ultras, uh, four dollar Red Bull vodka, vodka Red Bulls. Um, Mondays here at the tavern, we do $3 Dos Equis and $3 Toro, Toro de Lidia tequila, Blanco. I totally screwed up the way that sounds, or the way it said. Get uh, it over. Because I am a coconut. Um, Toro de Lidia. Roll the R's. Toro de Lidia. Yeah. So, tequila, so it's three bucks as well. So who just who just Sound joined good. us is my printer for all my merch. Hey, Thank yeah, you for yeah, coming through. How's it going? Yeah, no problem. Where are you at now? I know you got a new spot. Yeah, I got a new spot. It's over there off uh, Reed Street. It's uh, 3216 Reed Street over there by like Freedom Fitness on Alameda, I guess. Well, I, I know I follow you on Instagram, but if mm. like people want to order, because you do all my custom stuff, yeah. ev- everything, even like stuff I want. And you're like, oh, I've never done that before, but let me, <laughs> let me check if I can do it. And then you come through. So yeah, 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 um, how do people get a hold of you? Because I have your personal number, but I know for your page, you're always posting stuff that you're doing for different companies. So Yeah. No, I mean, you can usually get a hold of me on Facebook or Instagram at uh, Red Giant Prince at Facebook and Instagram. It's the same thing for both. And uh, Or just get my number. Or Through Tina. Mm-hmm. Say Tina referred. Through Tina. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You could say that. But you know, <laughs> anything... Per, uh, pretty much personal or anything like that. I can do a bunch of custom stuff. Like I know we're talking about a giant check that we're looking to print. So yeah, probably do anything like that. Or you got custom panties you want to print on or. Yes, I should have brought some. So you do all the Cochina prints, 
pretty much. Yeah. So do you find that you have to wipe down your equipment with wipes afterwards? <laughs> yeah. It gets pretty filthy. When he I actually print, so. prints my rags, too. So <laughs> for Yacochinos, I do sell rags, too, for after yeah. for cleanup. Yeah. So you use the one after you print yes. them. He prints all my stuff. I even have bottle caps that I made into jewelry. So I have earrings and all kinds of stuff. And then now we ha I have a bag. Probably going to um, order yeah, some more of these. Yes. My <laughs> Coronas. I love it. So uh, I want to give a shout out to Selena, who couldn't be here today. Uh, she actually has responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we do miss her. We she, drink beer. Yeah. That's, our, that's what I do. That's my thing. <laughs> Where is she? Who she, is she? She's a she's a. Selena's, Selena's a dude at the bar. She's a dudette. She's one of our hosts. Yeah. In, uh, oh, she didn't come but through. But she had some, uh, she had some things she needed to take care of. So, we said we got it. Actually, in last week, uh, Phil was out, so uh, her and I took over and did a pretty good podcast. So. Okay, but, uh, so um, speaking of last week, okay, so topical stuff. So say they were talking about serial killers last week, and there's got to be a comedic spin to serial killers, and you know, what would you say about that? Um, you know what? It's funny because now that I have internet and Netflix, I watch like some of the old movie, like the old scary movies, and they're super funny now. I'm like, really? I was scared of this back then. So I don't know. I don't know what you wanted me to say about that because. <laughs> But like, what would you guys talk about last week? About the that's all I got killer. to say about that. That's all I uh, got to say about that. Um, <laughs> it was it was more just trying to figure out why people do the things that they do uh, from a psychological standpoint. Yeah, some some people are like a lot of, a lot of from what I've listened to and what I've heard, a lot of people are saying it's like a mental illness kind of mm -hmm. thing, you know. So or like it'll happen because they have damage to their brain at a young age, or you know. Or been abused at yeah, a young age. Yeah. Something triggered them to do these things that they've done. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we had a uh, we had Brittany Culp on last week, and she has her uh, master's in psychology. So she provided a uh, more of a uh, in depth thing. A, yeah, it was a very in depth uh, explanation as to why they do the things that they do. And so. But uh, as far as, you know, we tried to find the comedy behind it mm -hmm. or any humor behind it. And I think it was, we ended up getting so in depth with it that we just, the comedy was out the door. Yeah. I mean, you start thinking, you know, I can imagine would, it's, it's tough to just find something funny about that. Um, but there's got to be something like my twisted head wants to say, well, maybe it's, God's way of cleansing the earth of the idiots, you know. It's like mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, uh, you want to, you can make jokes about it, but then it's like, how do the people out there take it? Because nowadays, a lot of people are like more sensitive and to certain subjects and whatnot, and it's like Welcome everybody's offended by yeah. everything. Do you worry about that when offending, like when you're doing your your jokes? Yeah, I remember I was saying about the political stuff. So it just depends. Um, I was uh, supposed to do a show for Fourth of July, and it was going to be in front of veterans. So I have a lot of, you know, Trump jokes, and and I know that it would offend them, and you know, some some things I have to hold back, and I want everybody to have a good time. So it just depends. I always check the vibe to make sure that, you know, especially if there's kids there too, because I talk about things, you know, that I know parents are not going to be comfortable hearing in front of their kids. So. I try to feel the vibe and see who's paying attention and and see if what some of my jokes I have to hold back on saying yeah sparing people's feelings I'm so nice yeah. do you feel that's like a pressure of today's culture or because so you look back to the comedians in the 80s and 90s you know, the Eddie Murphys the Richard Pryors the Red Fox the uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, who didn't really care about offending people. Well, I mean, for right now, since I'm, I'm so new to it, um, and I have my mom here and stuff like that, and I, and I do have a job, one of, one of those oh. nine to fives. So, I, you know, there are some things that I, I try not to put myself in a situation where that would compromise my, where my real income is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Comedy, um, I, if I could live off comedy, of course I would. I would do these shows and events and 
host, you know, all these parties and things like that. But to be honest, I'm still new and, and as far as I've learned in these past couple of years that I'm, I'm still, it, there's, I, I, I don't see myself, you know, putting that first over somebody's feelings or um, offending somebody even I work with. So I try not even to let the, my coworkers know, you know, the stuff I talk about because I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. And everybody's super sensitive. Why is everybody looking at me like that? Welcome to America, <laughs> <laughs> where everybody gets offended. Yes. Yeah. So Dude, I still want to be me sucks, and talk about though, shit I want to talk about. But it sucks. I yeah, know. And, and I think we've talked about this before as far as what you said, you know, the Richard Pryors, the Red Foxes out there. I mean, the, we've talked about this. The TV shows, such as the Jeffersons, All in the Family, uh, back in the day, it was everything was free game at that point. Yeah. You know? I mean, hell, they even showed, like, guns and cartoons, and now they can't even do that anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, you see it all the time in Tom and Jerry's and stuff, people, like, shooting each other in the face or whatever, and now you can't even do that because people are like, I'm offended, or, oh, my, my family member blew his brains out or whatever, and this mm -hmm. and this, and it's like, well, I mean, now that stops us from, like, that keeps us from censoring a lot of stuff now and everything, and just kind of weak. It sucks how America got so weak. Well, <laughs> being, being a female, it is like, when you were asking me about my heckler, <clears throat> being that I'm super easy to find, you know? All you have to do is Google me or go to, I mean, I've already told everyone where I'm at <clears throat> during my open mic, so I just feel like if I were to offend somebody or go that far, you know, me unknowingly, they could show up and try to hurt me. and. I, I don't know. It, it's, there's just some things that you have to... So my comedy, I try to just make it about me and make fun of my own situations and the things that I go through and find whatever, you know, crazy shit that I go through, find funny um, and more laugh at myself instead of, you know, trying to trigger I, we someone. All, we all need to laugh at ourselves. Yeah. We actually offended somebody during one of our podcasts no the day before uh, Father's Day. And... Uh, he walked out crying. And, oh my God! What was and, yeah, what some, was what were y'all talking that time? What were we talking about? The about guy literally Father's got Day. up Religion? and walked out. No, it was about Father's Day. You know, oh, about Father's Day. I wished everybody a happy Father's Day, except for those who don't take part in their kids' lives on purpose. <laughs> and, and he got offended. He <laughs> oh, got offended. He took off. So he took off. He took off crying. Just like, and, and the bartender's like, hey, "You made someone cry." I was like, "I give a fuck." You know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, if if the shoe fits and you're offended by it, suck it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not here to please everybody. I'm here to, you know, just do what I do and have use my platform to be able to express my feelings without worrying about anybody else getting hurt. Um, and that's the way we were back in the day. And it should be that way. It should be to the point where, hey, you can say what you want to say, and if someone doesn't like it, then they can go kiss your ass. And, and now everybody wants to protest everything, and everybody wants to have a say. Well, you can't say that anymore. I, I watched Spring Break, the movie Spring Break, I watched today, and thinking people would get so offended by the whole movie now. Yeah. What, have you seen? How, how, how old is that movie, though? It's like in the 80s, 1983 or 84. Hmm. <clears throat> well, like Seinfeld, <clears throat> some of those episodes are... Oh, yeah, they're horrible. Yeah. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> See, but, but I mean, what... What if that guy left the bar to go to his kids because you made him feel like a yeah, dude? Yeah, maybe you, know, you changed that's, his that's, life. Yeah, maybe you turned things Did a good around. thing. Yeah, good Silver deep. lining. There good you go. Good for the day. Who wants to get offended now? <laughs> or suicide. See? That See? too. Maybe he went, maybe he went home to hug He did kids. everyone a favor then. Yeah. Yeah. If you're dead, be dead. Go see your fucking kids. Not anybody here. I'm not trying to finish. Or anybody. end your life. <laughs> oh, there goes oh, another shit. guy. Yeah. There's options. Yeah. There's options for you. I, I think people in the United States need to start embracing their balls again because they are they're afraid. They're afraid to embrace their balls. They're afraid to um, accept. Phrase of the day. Embrace your balls, man. They, they're afraid to accept <laughs> or what. Or ovaries. <laughs> ovaries. O embrace, embrace your ovaries. <laughs> I think that's, what, that's actually what's happening is people are embracing their ovaries instead of their balls, uh. and, and it's, it's turning them to, they've lost their sense of pride, and they're using that, <laughs> they're using every excuse to blame it on everybody else. No one's taking Does that responsibility. Make sense? Not at all. Made no sense. None. Perfect. Zero. Because I'm not here to make sense. <laughs> 
I, I, I just feel that people are oversensitive. And that I think comedy in itself is suffering because of it. Um, because now... Yeah, yeah people get threat, like death threats now. And you can't... It, comedians say something and then they're apologizing for it later yeah. on. You know, and it's like, okay, so let me throw an example. When uh, oh, Kathy Griffin did the uh, whole Donald Trump head beheading thing. Okay, it was offensive, but it was her, it's her self-expression. And, and people gave her death threats over it, and people boycotted her. And it's like, yeah, she lost wait, a lot. this is artistic yeah. freedom. You know, you should be able to express yourself no matter what anybody else thinks. No, I, I didn't like what she did, but I wasn't going to, you know, hey, fuck it. You know, I'm, yeah. I, that's me. Fuck it. It yeah, happened. Just, just let it happen and let it go, whatever. You don't have to take it all personal. It's not like they did it to, like, a picture of your family member or something, you know. It's like, that's what I understand. People take that kind of stuff way too serious. It's like, if it happened, eh, whatever the fuck. It's, it's not going to end my life. It's not going to stop me from going to work and doing what I got to do, you know. But, well, like, I people, mean, people going, like, oh, that's my president. And it's like, well, we've had a lot of them, you know, and a lot yeah. of them. Kevin Hart had to make an apology on Twitter over making a gay joke. And it's like, you got to be kidding, you know. It's, well, I feel like people that make um, those kind of sta statements, um, if there's repercussions for it, like losing, you know, your show or your work or whatever you do because of what you said or did, that means you offended enough people to turn away people, so you're costing the company. Now, as far as death threats, of course, there's no excuse for that, but like if I were to be representing, you know, a company and I go and I do something, you know, expressing murder or hate, I mean, people are going to react. And I, I don't blame for people losing their job when they express that using their, taking advantage of their platform, pretty much. So if I was wearing another, somebody else's brand and I'm coming over here and talking about this and that, abortions or President Trump or whatever, people are fucked up over stuff like that, and I'm over here representing a company or a brand, of course that brand is going to be upset with me. And so, But as far as death threats, I mean, like you said, everyone has their opinion. If she hates our president, that's her choice. I, I, I don't know. I'm, maybe we're getting too serious here. <laughs> Not, not at all. <laughs> I, I think that, that companies are, are bending too easy. I feel like some people don't book me for shows because I have, like, Trump jokes. So, like, people are like, no, I, I, you have Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I get passed like, up. Oh, it's an anti-Trump bar. Yeah. Thing, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I talk, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I See, won't get booked for shows because they're like, do you, are you clean? I'm like, no, do you have... Do you have I'm Cochina. Look at I'm my Cochina. Shirt. Hello. <laughs> Duh. I have a potty mouth. And so they, they're like, well, do you, you know, do you cuss? Yes, I cuss. Do you have any political jokes? I have a few, but I, I don't know. You have to go like a, through a whole checklist when you sign up? Yeah. For sometimes. Really? Sometimes. Like when I came to work over here with you guys, um, y'all didn't filter me. You just said, hey, go up there. Have a good time. Fucking have a and good so time. And so we did. We did. I, I got up here and I said my said and. We are the kings I of no filters. I think I said fuck Trump. Somebody. <laughs> we, I heard we, one woo. We are, <laughs> one we, woo. One woo. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. We've thought about changing the name from the tavern to no filters. No filters. Um, what? Yeah. Can I get hmm. another ultra? This is pretty good beer. <laughs> Two bucks. Two dollar ultra. Two dollar ultras. Four dollar Red Bull and vodka all day long. There you go. Ultra Saturdays at the tavern, <laughs> 10402 Radfield Road. I was telling everybody, Nile. Why? Yeah. Why did I do that? Because you're stuck on the hookah. They're all standing at. <laughs> <laughs> they're all standing at the subway, going, "Where is this podcast?" I know. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Nobody. Sorry, talking. everybody like that I told it was on Nile. The <laughs> There's a bum in the corner talking to him. Maybe it's. Uh, maybe it's a Taco Bell. Let's go over there. <laughs> Whoops! I corrected it. Like on the way over here, I saw you had commented, "You're on uh, Rodfield." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. And then I even told you on the phone, yeah. hey, I'm going to be out there on Nile. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, where is it? Nile. Nile. You know, that, you know? <laughs> that old titty bar. Yeah, that yeah. one. This was a titty bar? Knock on the back yeah. door this, three times. What was it called? Once. This was Peppers. Peppers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Seems, seems like everywhere you play, there used to be a topless bar. Yeah. The exchange used to be the Neptune. No. Really? <laughs> no, what? I don't know. I'm making that up. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's not a coincidence. But it was around the block. 
I think. Maybe they think you're a stripper. Maybe. Hey, there you go. I think that's what they're waiting for. They're like, uh, I thought so this was a cochina show. Where's the act? <laughs> yeah. Where's the main, where's the, yeah. Where's the dancing girls at? <laughs> <laughs> and then I just show them my panties for sale. That's it. Yeah. Unused. <laughs> Unused. Unused, just printed. Just printed. <laughs> and Red Giants with Eli, yeah. So, uh, um, my mind really blank. Um, do you ever wonder that if you die, if there's a heaven or hell, that if you go to heaven, that, do you ever wonder what the temperature is up there? Or is it like kind of like a single person's preference? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would hope heaven was 70 degrees during the nighttime. I need a ceiling <laughs> fan, for sure. 75 during a the daytime. A ceiling fan and a fan. No humidity. <laughs> In, in tequila sunrises all day long. That's heaven. That's heaven. Hmm. No. <laughs> Everybody's zone out. And the, and the smell of barbecue sauce. I, I say the smell of burning mesquite would be my Mes heaven. Yes, sir. I agree 100%. It's like, Jesus, where's the barbecue pit at? Heaven yeah. smells like Can fabuloso. Can I stay like about 70 degrees all day? And <laughs> fabuloso. <laughs> and $2 ultra. <laughs> no. <laughs> what if heaven was a dry county, though? Would you rather go to hell? Oh. <laughs> no, everybody's like, uh. shit. And hell no, would fine. smell like fucking caliche building potholes. <laughs> caliche. Man. But what if, like, the road wasn't even like gold? It was all caliche. And you're a barefoot. That's yeah. what it is. It is. That's what it Heaven's is. Heaven's caliche and barefoot? No, 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 not heaven. Oh. <laughs> Are you talking about hell? Hell, hell's, hell's hot, caliche. Hot yeah, caliche. hot caliche. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, are you originally from here, Corpus? I'm from Robstown. I'm a cotton picker. Robe. Yep. Oops. So then you, you, you're, you have to be used to being the butt of jokes over there in Robstown. Yeah, all okay. the time. Everywhere, everywhere I go, everywhere I work, I always, that's, sometimes that's even my nickname. Like around the office, they'll call me Robstown, or yeah. They, they call me Robe. Yeah. Where I was at, yeah. Yeah, they'll they call say, me Robe. Hey, Robe, and then they call me El Diablo. So I don't know why. But <laughs> that was another one. <laughs> yeah, they'll call me Robstown. Um. So just a quick reminder. Um, next week we have uh, a cosplay show. We're gonna have uh, Melody 360 and Crystal. No, yeah, Crystal Medellin. Medellin? Medellin? I can't say her name. Medellin? Medellin? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. No. Uh, she, she calls herself Porcelain Doll. Um, she's out of San Antonio. And but they're going to be in costume. They will be in costume. This is going to be a totally we'll, visual. We'll, we're going to take the no? show off the stage next week <laughs> just so we can get a better look. It's going to be like 10 cameras here from every angle. <laughs> yeah. Encourage so photographers. Everybody's dressing up? Uh, Selena says she's dressing up. I'm going to dress up as a guy what in a pamper. What are you dressing up as? I want to make sure dress Nice. All right. What about you guys? You guys dressing up? No? Are y'all coming out? Are y'all dressing up? They're going to have the stand on the top of the ladder contest with the skirt? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. It should be a great show when is next that? week. Next, next week's Saturday. on Saturday. Next Saturday, yes, Saturday. one week mm -hmm. from today. Yes. Yep. You can come dressed in your Gucci panties and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll make a costume, a homemade costume out of it. Hell Just yeah. all Gucci panties. <laughs> yeah, all Gucci <Quachina laughs> merch. <laughs> all Gucci merch. Carrying her bag. Yeah. 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 It's the one and only for right now. Yeah, but uh, what else is going on? Um, I guess this is the latest, not to get away from our topic or anything like that. But uh, uh, as far as what's been going on in the news, did y'all hear about that girl that licked the ice cream? Oh, That's yeah. Cochina. Yeah. That she's getting, she's getting <laughs> a lot of years. They of found her. Oh, nope. they're gonna yeah, they're gonna yeah. charge her. Charge they her. said they weren't going to charge her no? as an adult. Oh, I don't know what that is. Isn't that like 20 years, two to 20 years for doing that shit? Yeah, tampering a with felony. Uh, yeah, tampering with food. 
And then somebody else was telling so me. So you guys grabbing grapes out there, H E B, you better watch the out. The mouthwash. <laughs> somebody, there were, somebody said they did that with the mouthwash too. That they recorded this girl. Oh, this really? guy opening a mouthwash and then spitting it back in the mouth. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. It's a trend. See, Everybody's doing it. It's like the, the pod <laughs> challenge or whatever the hell. Or they... No? Somebody bring me a fucking Tide Pod right now. <laughs> Take a shot of that shit. I know. Yeah, the, I bottles, thought... the bottles did come open. Huh? I mean, the worst thing I ever did was open a degree and used it and... Well, people aren't eating that. Those were at the at those the, were, at the store. Yeah. You use the deodorant and put it back for somebody yeah, else to use. The, oh my god! Yeah, a couple hairs stuck on it. it was me. I bought it. Yeah. I bought a used deodorant. So it was a hair it was all pelo it. on it. Oh, what the fuck? Times were tough for Phil back then. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's so gross. Yeah, it was. Who knows how many times that's actually happened to us, right? Where you purchase something yeah. and somebody fucking used it. <laughs> I always check the bottles. I mean, I check yeah. everything just check to see it's if different it's different with food. Broken. Like you wouldn't yeah. even know the ice cream. You wouldn't even know somebody licked it. Oh, they will be. I just got. Well, I mean, I know right when you right? open up, you open up like a bottle or a jar, it has that little seal thing. So if you push that and you'll, then you're How? fucked. Like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> just in case you guys didn't know what that sound was, it's like the top. <laughs> you guys, you guys Can you do that, that sound again? <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like my ex-wife. Where was your ex-wife from? <laughs> I would pop her top a lot, man. Like, it's like a Snapple. It's like a Snapple. <laughs> it's but like, yeah, but, I mean, well, it I mean, was an everyday Busta Hyman move, you know? Like, yeah. Well, I guess it doesn't count if like you're eating and you just don't put it back. I guess because, like I said, I see people at H E B all the time grab some grapes or something. But they don't chew it. They just leave it in there and stuff, you know. Well, okay, so like the donut display at HEB, huh. people just sticking their hands in there and dirty ass. Oh, yes, yes. I just picked up Michoacana this morning. Yeah, mm, that sounds good. Pan dulce. All kinds of hands mm. on that. Mm. They lick off the chocolate <laughs> of the fucking donut and then they put it back in the glaze section. It. I don't care. It's worth <laughs> it. <laughs> I actually wanted to go to the Cabrera's, which is in Robe, but hey. I didn't get to. I didn't get to go do that, but. Man, I mean, look at you. Seen the kitchen? Yeah. It's pretty awesome, right? I still trust them. It's gnarly. I still trust. <laughs> it's like Boatnet. Everybody around here is like, you know, oh yeah. Go there's boat still Boatnet, Robstown. Hell yeah, there's like one. No, no wait, the, not I haven't I seen know. any open Boatnets anywhere. Yeah, there's one in Corpus. No. The one I think only there's on one. Castores, I think. Yeah, Everybody I think says that's there's the only one. there's one open, and I still have yet to find one. And I think we do hey, a plug Castores, every right? single week about Bodinets. So really? We still want that sponsorship. I love <laughs> Bodinets. Where are the they? I thought they were gonna like remodel. What is it? I, get, I, I would what? usually get the nine-piece shrimp. Was it? I think it was like that. The, we the Weber and Staples. That one's open. Okay, and we're eating that for oh, dinner. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. I miss. Like I'm eating that for dinner. Talking through a PVC pipe. You know, it's like. <laughs> Extra tartar sauce. I see it. I want some extra tartar sauce. It sounded exactly like it, too. The cowbell. Oh, man. I miss I I do. Okay, so Robstown. What's going on with the outlets over there? Y'all be better hurry up. The, be by, the bay dried up, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The outlet's by the bay. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> when it's all dried up, that's when they want to say, oh, the outlet's in Robstown. Robstown has so much potential, man. And, and they're waiting on that I-69 corridor to finish or whatever the fuck's going on over there. Because that, Robstown could be the next Arlington if they really, really... The, the growth in Arlington, so Arlington is a corridor between Dallas and Fort Worth. Robstown's a corridor between the Valley and Houston. Yeah. <clears throat> the potential in Robstown's there. Yeah, yeah, especially with the one paved road to the <laughs> outlets. Yeah. Y'all <laughs> better hurry up. Go uh, rumor, rumor is it's going to turn into a giant pulga. There you go. It's, it's going to be a giant. The new traits. <laughs> the new traits. It's going to yeah. be a giant Bucky's pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Another Bucky's. The only thing going for Robstown right now is Barreras. So it's like, Barreras. <laughs> the heroin's good there. Hey, the heroin? The what? Uh, I heard Beefy Burger's still Beefy Burger's going, still so. kicking. Those are good. Yeah. Yep. And Rod MGs. and Rolls. MGs. 
gotta shout them out. <laughs> oh, I'm hungry. Out. I've been trying to get MGs every time I go there closed. <laughs> what are they close every day or what? I went on Fourth of July, they were closed. I went on a Sunday, they were closed. I mean, I understand they're closed, but holy shit, that? that's loud. Well, what's that? You got ghosts or what? That was the. Uh, that's the. That's, that's one of the two ghosts that we have here. That's the mayor from <laughs> Robstown saying, "Hey, yeah. come down to Robstown and get some barreras chicken. Uh -huh. Come on down, put some money into our town." <laughs> well, if you wait, the mayor in Robstown's Mexican, right? I think so. Oh, I don't know. Okay. But if you think about it, like if, if, uh, totally if that place ended up being pretty, uh, turned into a pulga, the Mexicans wouldn't have to go that far to, to start working somewhere. You know, they won't always be going to Houston, they'd be going to the, the pulga there in Robstown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I know when I would run into them, they're like, oh, uh, which way to Houston? And, and they jump on the back on the train and stuff. That's when I was living in Robstown. Yeah. They'd ask me. <laughs> I had some of those ask me that. Yeah. Because my they'd mom ask for lives a right there. Water, or they would ask for water from like the Manguera. Yeah. And then they would jump back on the train and ride wherever. That train. My mom's house is right there. There's a, the taqueria, the one <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah. It happens. I used to, I used to drive the life. bus. Uh, I used to drive a bus in Robstown. And that train pisses me off. You every freaking Maybe that's night. why I'm so patient growing up in Robstown. Having to deal with the trains. With the trains. Yeah. The trains. It's, yeah. It's, I, I couldn't live. I couldn't live like that. I'm numb to it now. I'm at my mom's. I don't even hear it. it it's blaring, Maybe shaking that's the whole house. Something. I don't even. I don't even notice. Yeah, and you realize you have new neighbors every time. Yeah. In abandoned house. <laughs> new neighbors, squatters. Yeah. So once again, we're here at the tavern, one four zero two Rodfield Road. I just want to make sure you guys uh, come out Monday through Sunday. Um, What's today? Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> All night long, $2 ultras and $4 vodka Red Bulls. And tomorrow is champagne mimosas for two fifty. Yep. And unless the specials change, I haven't been to work in about a week. So I might be giving some old specials out. But uh, Monday is $3 Los Equis and tequila, 3 bucks. Uh, Tuesdays is Tuesday Booze Day, which is booze <laughs> on, on a day. what booze and how much oh here we go okay so tuesday booze day three dollar any top bar liquor and it'll be any liquor on that top bar where the bartender's at <laughs> there she is uh old school wednesdays with retro 104.1 live remote 5 p.m two dollar pints thursdays is two dollar whales fridays is three dollar fireball saturdays i just said saturdays so gotta come out and support, and uh, if not here, go to Chelsea's. We also own Chelsea's. So, um, man, thanks for coming out. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, it's been fun. I, you know, like I said, preparing for this was a little bit difficult because of what happened with my dad and stuff. Um, Same. And, but, you know, you move on with life, you know, you move on. You find comedy and find humor in every situation of life, and that's that's the way I'm coping with what I got to deal with. And I'm sure you did the same thing, and yep. um, and I'm not afraid to talk about it. So I think once you face face the fear of talking about something, then everything is good to go. And yeah, you need to come out and check out my set. I have I have some some dad jokes in there. I think you would appreciate. But oh, sorry for your loss. Oh, no, that's, I appreciate it, and kind of glad he's gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> and now we're ending the show. No. I mean, <laughs> the suffering's over. Uh, that's what I meant. Uh, uh, hey, you know, yeah. that's, that's what I meant. Okay. Um, <laughs> thanks for everybody who came out, and uh, stick around and drink. And, uh, yeah, definitely. Like I said, mm -hmm. next week we have uh, Melody 360 and Porcelain Doll and maybe a few other cosplayers who will be Hopefully. here. Hopefully. Um, yeah, it'd be awesome. Come dressed. Come yeah. dressed to impress. And, uh, yeah, wear a cape. I and mean, then doesn't matter. The we're gonna revisit the serial killer thing. That'd be pretty nice. Um, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you why. Uh, and I'm gonna ask. I'm, I'm gonna ask you guys, and you know, uh, see what you guys think. Now, the serial killers were. Spe it was. It was a generalization. Serial killers were generalized in the early 1900s. What were the people who did? The multiple murders, like back in the cowboy days, like the old west and stuff like that. Why weren't they 
why would they specify the serial killers? Like Billy the Kid or Wild Bill or... Yeah. So we're going to look at that stuff. That terminology wasn't around back then. And, and they were killers. They were just killers? Yeah. yeah. So I want to look at I want to I want to research that. I want to look into it and we're going to revisit the topic again. And we're also going to revisit more of the serial killer genre because a lot of the stuff that you guys talked about with you know Jeffrey Dahmer's and the uh, the uh Ted Bundy's Ted Bundy's and the uh, the, the clown dude John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. But there was a lot that were not even discussed like that were didn't fit the mold of the typical serial killer, like Andrew Cannon, who murdered uh, mm -hmm. Gianni Versace. Versace. Um, he was classified as a serial killer, but he wasn't. He didn't fit that mold. Um, and there's a few others that don't fit the typical mold that y'all talked about the most. So we're gonna revisit um, maybe after Harvey's wedding, or yeah, we'll we'll, we'll start planning that. Um, and if you have a topic, you know, you follow us on Facebook. Um, Dudes at the Bar, the podcast, uh, like page, and we have a group as well. And uh, follow us on Facebook. You can find us on Spotify, I, Stitcher. Apple, Stitcher, uh, Google. Google. Spot, no, no, you said that already. We have like probably about 10 platforms that we're on that you yeah. can listen. Uh, we have, This is our eighth episode, so we have plenty of material out there. You can message us on uh, Facebook, but you can message us on... Uh, oh, yeah. You, you can actually go to anchor.fm. Anchor. I was going to say helicopter for whatever the <laughs> fucking reason. <laughs> anchor. Uh, Anchor.fm. Uh, you can look up Dudes at the Bar, the uh, Dudes at the Bar, the podcast, and uh, you can actually leave us voice messages on there if you want, uh, and we'll read them online. Or you can send us an email at dudesatthebar at gmail.com. I did such a fucked up thing last night. So I was talking to my ex-girlfriend. and uh, That was the fucked up part. <laughs> <laughs> Step uh, one. I was telling her about the podcast, and she goes, oh, what is it? I'm going to look it up. I said, dude's at the bar. As soon as I said it, I'm like, oh, fuck, I talked about her the first two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and then? She hasn't called me back. Aww. So. <laughs> um, but like I said, thanks for coming out. Um, yeah, you're more than welcome to join us whenever you want. Yeah, I would um, like to be uh, in the audience so I can yeah. interact. These guys yeah. were kind of shy. Shy oh. guys. What's up with that, Essie? <laughs> and one more plug for your uh, yeah, business. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Red Giant Prince again. Um, local here in Corpus Christi, like I said over there, at Reed Street. Or you can just get a hold of me on uh, Red, Red Giant Prince. Uh, at Instagram or Red Giant Prints on Facebook also. So if you guys need any custom prints, I do a lot of nerd culture stuff, but then I also do a lot of <laughs> custom stuff too. So, you know, and I'm... And he delivers. He yeah, came all I the deliver. way out here yeah, to deliver. I deliver too. It's usually Appreciate free. <laughs> you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, tinalacochina.com. All right, all right. And you can, uh, follow, you can follow Phil on at felicia.com. <laughs> Felicia. Felicia. Um, you can follow me. Home. If you're oh. female. Home. <laughs> Stalker. If you're female, I'll follow you. No. <laughs> and once again, uh, tomorrow, once again, the, uh, we got a uh, full day of soccer. Uh, the American Outlaws uh, official chapter of Corpus Christi. We are the official supporters of the U.S. men's and women's uh, national team uh, tomorrow morning 10 a.m. the women take on the Netherlands for the World Cup yeah America and uh, hey Eddie 8 o'clock we've got the Gold Cup the men uh, vying for the Gold Cup against Mexico so come out again at 8 o'clock we are gonna have some food tomorrow I don't know what we're doing exactly probably got it together <laughs> Carne picada, picadillo. That's what we're doing. Pan dulce. Pan dulce. From Michoacana. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Eddie. American what, Outlaws Phil? sounds like a fun organization to join. How do I join that? You can easily join by going to our Facebook page, uh, American Outlaws Corpus Christi. And we have a link on there for the website, which leads you to the American Outlaws. It's uh, $28. $29 a year, and you get a American bandana, American flag bandana, 
It's like our beautiful flag that we have back here. And uh, you get a t-shirt as well uh, for the year. It's a great organization. It, uh, these guys travel really well. There's a, a lot of American outlaws right now in uh, France for the Women's World Cup. And actually, two of our members from here are actually in Chicago right now for the Men's Gold Cup match tomorrow as well. Hope they are carrying a sign. <laughs> yeah, they said they're going to carry a sign that says, we want our Whataburger, Whataburger back. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. So just to clarify, American Outlaws is not a biker gang, right? No, it is not. Okay. No. Right. Somebody no, asked me that. We're just, a, <laughs> we're just a bunch of soccer hooligans. That's all we are. All right. All right. Nice round of applause for Tina. Oh, you can Thank clap you for yourself. Yeah. You can give Thank yourself you the clap if you I don't want. Know why you know? I was clapping. I got nervous. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Adios. That was fun. Thank you, guys. That <laughs> was high five. Yeah, everybody's listening. Are y'all listening? We're still on the air. You always hear that from it Phil. It was on mute the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's why everybody's standing there. We're like, gonna have to do it all over again. <laughs>